It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Buckeyes fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked On Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Friday, July the 9th in the year 2021. And on this feel good Friday, no matter if you're listening and enjoying the podcast via the audio version or watching us on YouTube or WKYC.com, I want to thank you for making, for making Locked on Buckeyes a part of of your day. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter as well at Locked On Buckeye. Lined up for today in segment number two. We're going to talk about something Chris Holtman stated on the Buckeye show on 97.1 The Fan in regards to something on his to-do list in the immediate future. Segment three, my thoughts on Dwayne Washington Jr.'s decision to keep his name in the NBA draft. But we begin today's show discussing the three letters college football fans, college sports fans have been very familiar with over the past week or so in I.L. Name image like this legislation, name image like this is for the opportunity for these athletes to make money off of their name, image, and likeness. It is here. Jay is a simple guy. Jay has used this way to find different this time to find different ways to display and explain NIL legislation in a very plain and simple way. These athletes can make money off of just being a human being. Not very hard to understand. Self-explanatory. These athletes can make money off of simply being a human being. No matter which way you want to say it, no matter which way you want to divide it, no matter which way you want to say, no, Jay, you're wrong, no, Jay, you're right. This is basically what it is. These athletes can sign endorsements simply because they are human beings. That's it. That's that's the gist of it. That's, that's, uh, that's it to me. That's it for a lot of people. I'm a plain guy. I'm a simple guy. And I want to make it very clear and plain the proper way to view name, image, and likeness. It's here. And Ohio State has put in guidelines. They have rules and regulations for the name, image, and likeness legislation. And I'm here for it. I mean, I like structure. Myself, for the podcast, their structure. If you've been around here any length of time, you know that there's sometimes an ad that Jay reads at the beginning of the show. There are ad breaks in the show. There are, there are occasional promotional or ads at the end of the show that Jay will read. Jay, when it comes to the podcast, there are three separate segments and in my head and on the paper that's right next to me. There is an order of the order for the podcast, order for each episode. And there's a reason why number one is there. Number two topic is there. Number three topic is there in that particular order for that day. For the Jay Stevens podcast, there's an order for that as well. When I have a guest or when I have an interview, there's an order for the topics that I talk about when I have an interview with a specific guest. Whenever I am, just my life, I have order, I have structure. Um, There's there's times I take showers. There are times when I, I'm working out or I'm running, and I've been running a whole lot more consistently lately. If you follow me on Twitter, you see those posts daily. Yes, daily. And Jay has been on a good trend there. So guidelines, Jay likes them. Guidelines and rules, there's a time and a place for them. And I believe that Ohio State, what they have set in place 
for the school right now. I do believe that these rules, these regulations, these guidelines are proper for this point in time. Ohio State has a few of them. Here they are. Number one, Ohio State NIL guideline. All activities must be disclosed to Ohio State as they are playing under the umbrella at the school of Ohio State. They want to make sure that Ohio State knows exactly what these guys are getting into. Number two, no drugs, gambling, or adult entertainment advertisements or endorsements are allowed. Something else that I think is a good guideline to have. Number three, NIL activities cannot conflict with team activities. Why? Because you're a member of the team first. NIL legislation comes second. You would not be able to embark upon some, not all, but some of these ventures if you were not at Ohio State playing the sport. If you're not playing under the NCAA, the, the umbrella, there's a lot of these opportunities that you would never have, and the free education could not come your way if you were not playing under the guides of the NC2A and the rules and the regulations that they have for their member schools. Another one, athletes must pay to use OSU facilities if they're going to use them for name, image, and likeness legislation or rules and endorsements. This is very interesting and key because to – Let's just say the indoor facility, the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. Half day to rent that thing, $2,500. If you want to rent it out for the entire day, $4,500. So some of you have seen certain athletes, $100 for, per um, appearance, $500 per appearance, $1,000 per appearance. These are what these athletes are doing, and eventually they're going to probably somebody raise it, somebody lower it. But if you're trying to do things at the Woody Hayes Athletic Center in regards to name, image, and likeness for endorsements, $2,500 for a half a day, $4,500 for a full day. It ain't cheap, y'all. It ain't cheap at all. Everyone thinks, oh, Ohio State's just going to hand things over. No, you, you got to pay just like everybody else if, if you you specifically are trying to rent out this space. Um, some more very quickly. Trademark usage must be approved by the school. Team apparel can't be sold. Coaches, staff, can't be involved. Athletes can hire agents for NIL representation only. And we know these agents are going to be trying tricky, going to try to sweet talk these individuals and try to get the upper hand in the recruiting process. I get it. I understand it. But at the same time, one thing these athletes better be, be very careful of. These agents, they're, they're professionals. These youngsters, they're novices, also known as newbies. Sometimes, okay, another word, school, freshmen. You're, you're new to this. You're not, you're not, you haven't been around this for a while. You're new to this. And these agents, they know how to talk to these people. Yeah. They know exactly what they're doing. And they know exactly how to say the proper thing, to twist the arm of the young man to go about doing something that maybe might be against the rules of the school. Last but not least, international athletes should exercise caution. I did see a lineman from the University of Nebraska who said because he's an international student, NIL legislation and him being able to make money off of endorsements via NIL, it's illegal based off his visa that allows him to be in the States. Very, very tricky. Someone said, we have more work to do. No, that's just the things that have always been there for visas. This isn't the first time somebody wanted to make money off of endorsements and a visa stopped that from happening. There are rules, there are regulations. I get it. Will it change? I have no idea. But those are the guidelines that Ohio State has set in force for NIL for the athletes that play at Ohio at the Ohio State University. Guys, going to take a quick time out, but when we come back, Chris Holtman made a, Chris Holtman made a comment in regards to something on his immediate to-do list. And I'm pretty happy that it is. But first, check this out. Bet online 
is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC slash MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and even contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as a team's prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to BetOnline.ag on your laptop or mobile device to sign up today. And when you do, make sure you use that friendly promo code Locked On, and it's all one word: L O C K. E-D-O-N, and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, your online sports book experts. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. And as we roll on to continue today's episode here of Locked on Buckeyes, I want to remind you to make sure you subscribe and follow to Locked on Buckeyes on your favorite podcast. Listen, not your, not your favorite, not just one. Do it to two, do it to three, because if you're like me, you have multiple apps, and sometimes when you want to listen to a podcast episode, Apple just had this update, and it's been a little slow, a little glitchy, and it's been updating super, super slow. So I encourage you, you got Spotify, subscribe there. If you have iHeartRadio, subscribe there. If you're a Google Podcast listener, subscribe there. iHeartRadio, the TuneIn app, Pandora, Himalaya, subscribe to all of them. All of them, so you don't miss a beat. Because if one is late, the other probably is not. Also, while you're at it, go on your phone, go on your computer, go on your television, on that app, on your Roku, a Fire Stick, or a Smart TV. Go to the YouTube, search Locked On Buckeyes, subscribe there as well. So many ways to enjoy Locked On Buckeyes. Multiple, multiple, multiple days a week. Chris Holman made a very interesting statement. I remember early in the offseason, we were discussing the basketball team, the proper way to build a basketball team. Is it through the portal, which you can enter and get immediate eligibility for a one-time transfer right away? Or is it through the high school ranks and be able to bolster the thing through the recruiting? Well, there's pros to the portal. There's cons to the portal. There are pros to high school. There are also cons to high school. Chris Holtman made a comment, and he made a statement which said, they're giving serious consideration to going to the portal to fill that roster spot since Dwayne Washington Jr. has put his name or kept his name into the NBA draft. I think, just being honest, we want to be honest. Like, we like honesty hour, right? I mean, we've been around for a while. We've been at this thing for a while. This has almost been the post of this podcast for an entire year. It'll be, a, it'll be a year at the end of September, the beginning of October. I believe my first show was October 4th or 5th of last year, maybe first, first or second, one of the two. But we're almost at a year. So we're getting to know each other very, very well. But we're still in kind of the slow beginning stage still. Let's get to know each other a little bit better. I think this should have been the move the entire time. Sorry if I get a little loud here, but I think Chris Holtman, now, of course, interviews are not really happening all the time. 
I firmly think this should have been the move the entire time. Why? Because who in the world do you have as your second leading scorer coming back right now for this team? Is it Justice Suing? Do I think he'll improve? Absolutely. But do I think Justice Suing can be the leading scorer with EJ Liddell? Is that the best move for the team? Is that the best move for Ohio State to have suing your three, Liddell your four, for going one through five and just putting players in positions one through five? I know with positionless basketball, I, I know what the, today's basketball is, but we're going one through five as far as position, positions. I got suing at the three, Liddell at the four. Do you want your three and your four to be the, the leading score? Now, great, that's, that's fine. That's perfect. But you got Justin Orange in the backcourt. You got Jamari Wheeler in the backcourt, tra transfer from, I believe, the Penn State. Do you want those two guys in the backcourt when we saw what Orange did when he was hot? We knew what we saw what Orange did when he was not hot. We know what Jamari Wheeler is, a defensive first mindset, not really a scorer. He might put eight, nine, ten points a game, maybe. He's probably going to be an eight, nine point a game guy, a couple steals a game, a steal and a half a game, a few rebounds, a few assists. He's not going to be a guy that's going to put up 16 to 18 points a game. Where Junior last year, I think, put up 16.6. I believe Liddell put up 16.4 a game. Jamari Wheeler is not that guy that's going to come in and put up and score 15 plus points a game. So I firmly believe and have believed for the entire summer, and I still believe it more right now, based off what's happened for the roster at Ohio State, that this should have been the move going back a few months ago. There's a reason why going back a few months ago that I discussed the proper way to build a team, a franchise. Should it be? Should it be going through the portal consistently? Should it be going through the high school ranks consistently? I did that on purpose because in my mind, maybe didn't state it clearly enough, I assumed that Hope Mill was going to be already planning on going to the portal. But when you wait this late, July 8th, recording on July 8th, shortly before the NBA Finals is starting on the ESPN, going to try to get that on very, very quickly. One thing that I think Hope, Chris Holtman might have maybe delayed on, I don't know exactly how far they have gone inside to try to figure out the proper way to fill this fill this roster spot. Do you want to put all your eggs in a basket on Malachi Branham? He's a freshman playing college basketball. He's a freshman playing college basketball. Yes, I understand the trend of the day, but once again, he is a freshman playing the college basketball. Do you want to go to a wing scorer in Kalen Etzler, another freshman, the last member of this recruiting class in 2021? Do you want to go that route? Once again, I don't know, but he's a freshman playing the college basketball. Many Buckeye fans have been fans for a while. You remember, you remember there have been freshmen that have been very, very good. Uh, I remember going back, a guy that I watched play high school basketball, Greg Golden, who basically played his freshman year at Ohio State with one hand, his offhand, and got to the national championship game. If that year, if he ended up going to, uh, if he ended up having a healthy one hand, I don't believe Joe Kim Noah could have could have slowed him down at all. I, I don't. I don't. I, I think Ohio State would have won that national championship because Greg Golden was just that good. And Joe Kim Noah, as good as he was as a defensive player, uh, somewhat defensive stopper, I don't think he had a chance. I don't think he could have tried to slow down um, Greg Golden at all. No, I don't. I don't. Greg Golden was dominant. And no matter what you want to think about Joe Kim Noah, I firmly, firmly, firmly think Greg Golden, Mike Conley, and the rest of that Buckeye team would have been holding up the National Championship Trophy at the end of that year's NC2A tournament. Yeah, it's July. 
middle of July, beginning to this year's going by fast, beginning to the middle of July. And I think it's wise for Holtman to already have that mindset that we might have to go to the portal. Now, Daryl Morsell from Maryland's in the portal. There are some other guys in the portal. Now I'm not going to go through and say three targets that Ohio State should go out and get right now for the portal, but this is the dilemma that you have. This is what happens. If you have a problem, if, if your roster is not built properly via recruiting, and you have a player, two players in this case, that put their name in the NBA draft. You know when the deadline for the NBA draft is. You know exactly when the deadline is for the portal. They don't kind of go hand in hand together. I believe the deadline for the portal was July 1st. You had to have your you had to make an announcement. Um, or you would or you would end up not being able to have the immediate eligibility right away. You could still play, but you know, the NC2A, they gotta kind of control some more things. Or if you don't do that, well, you could be in the NBA. And I believe the NBA draft deadline was on July 3rd, I think. It was July 3rd or something. It was something that's still going on, I believe. Um, players are still announcing NBA draft stuff after the transfer portal deadline. So now you're between a, um, a rock and a hard place. Who do you go out and get? Do you get a combo card? A guy that's like Dwayne Washington Jr. who can play a little point, a little shooting guard, depending on injury, situ- injury situations. You get a shooting guard and rely on Jamari Wheeler and, and Michi Johnson to run the point. You remember, you still have Jimmy Soto's back coming the guy off of entry. He is still on the roster. Just check the official roster for Ohio State. Soto's picture is on there. He is still playing the basketball. We'll talk more about next week about how Ohio State and the basketball roster looks and more scoring and predicting some things for the scoring of the offense because I think those are very, very important, very, very vital. But this is something, a wise move by Hope Holtman to go to the portal, but you're like the NC2A. You got time to fill that roster spot before the end of the, before the beginning of the season, but a lot of those good players you probably would have had at one, two, three, four, five on your big board, they are taken a couple months ago. Guys, got to stick around for one more second. When we come back, we will discuss my thoughts on Dwayne Washington Jr. and his decision to leave and go to the end. B.A. will keep his name in the NBA draft. But first, check this out. Did you know that Bill Barr has nine? Yes, well, a few more than that delicious flavors, plus the occasional the occasional limited time flavor as well. When you talk to a Bill Barr fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. If you don't know the Bill Barr flavors, you are definitely missing out. Coconut and Cherry Barcia and Raspberry and Mint Brownie and Double Chocolate and Salted Caramel. Strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, even German chocolate as well. And available this week only, July 6th through today, the 9th of July. Get the new Built Bar flavor, Grasshopper Cookie. What does it taste like? This is Built Bar's version of the classic Thin Mint Cookie. All the flavor without all that sugar. 150 calories, 17 grams of protein, and only 5 grams of sugar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use that front friendly promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5, and you will get 15% off your next order. Once again, go to BuiltBar.com and use that friendly promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, especially during March. Your eyes are on the road, but the driver in front of you has both eyes on their bracket. Their sudden braking puts you in a 16-car pileup that's anything but sweet. 
And if you don't have the right auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this is worse than a busted bracket. So switch to Allstate, save money, and get protected from mayhem like this. Based on coverage selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability, savings vary. And as we roll on to continue today's episode here of Locked on Buckeyes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every single day. If you are going to the YouTube, you want to watch the YouTube video of every single episode. That episode goes live and premieres every single day. When there's a new episode, it premieres on the YouTube on that day at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time every single day. So if you're someone that says, I want to watch the YouTube video at 6 a.m. or 9 a.m. Eastern. No, you got to wait till 12 noon. So even those people on the West Coast are awake so they can enjoy the podcast just like you. Also, very, very quickly, I started a poll on Twitter. Best college football players since the year 2000. We are almost through the round of 32 voting. If you catch the podcast early in the morning, I believe that all the voting and tallies will be done on Twitter via Twitter poll. Follow me on Twitter. You can catch the poll there at jstevens07. Troy Smith is in this thing. I, uh, uh, Justin Fields, of course, is in this thing. And Justin Fields moved on to round two. I forget if Troy Smith did, but I think he did as well. The round, the 316 round will start next week, starting on Monday of voting. Get there. Enjoy it. Going to have some fun. Plenty of debates. Joey Burrow. All the matchups were random. Joey Bur- Joe Burrow versus Michael Vick. That was a matchup on Thursday. I think last I checked, Burrow is beating Vick in this, and I don't know why. I truly don't know why. Don't know why. No matter what Burrow did in the college football season that he had in 2019, Michael Vick is still that dude and deserves to win this matchup. But I'm not voting. This is all you. The people go to Twitter, follow me at jsteven07, and go ahead and enjoy voting and debating who the best college, college football player since the year 2000 is. Dwayne Washington Jr. around these parts, Jay calls him Jr. Recently decided to keep his name in the NBA draft. And when I first heard this, I had a few thoughts: positive, negative. Happy for him. I'm really happy that he's going down this road and really pursuing a dream of his. I have dreams and aspirations in my career with a podcast or in media. Would love to host. I'll just go out and say it. I would love to host a sports talk radio show. Some might say, Jay, go for the TV route. Go down that road. For some odd reason, it's always been my dream to host a sports talk radio show. Dwayne Washington Jr., just like many other basketball players, it's been his dream to go ahead and play in the NBA. Play professionally. Now, will that be he him going to the G League first? G League, not getting drafted, going to the G League, and then going to the NBA? Will it be him going right to the NBA? Will it be him going professional overseas in one of the numerous countries that plays up professional basketball? I don't know. But one thing I do know is that when you have a dream, going out and trying to chase said dream is very, very important. And Dwayne Washington Jr. is doing that right now. Go out and chase it. We can learn a lot from this young man. He has improved his stats over his three years at Ohio State. While at Ohio State, his scoring, his points per game average improved every single year. Seven points per game his freshman year, 11 and a half his, his junior year. 
sophomore year than his junior year last year, 16.4 points a game. I had his season total average uh, a little bit off. I think I said 16.6 earlier. I do know he had 16.4. I think Liddell averaged 16.2 or 16 flat as far as points per game this year. Three-point shooting dipped a little bit this past year. Um, Two-point field goal percentage went up from his sophomore year this past year. Field goal percentage was the best this past year that it has ever been at 41.0%. You're improving. Happy for it. Go out and chase your dream. Go out and chase the thing that you're wanting to do because not many players, not many people are able to receive a scholarship to play basketball at the collegiate level. Not many people are able to be or have a chance or actually make, make the accomplishment of being the leading, the leading scorer of their college basketball team. Not many people have the chance to go and play in the G League Elite Camp. Not many people have the chance to go to the NBA Combine. Not many people have the chance to play basketball in the National Basketball Association and have their name heard and said and read off in the NBA draft. Not many people have done that. So I got to give kudos. Very happy for him. Trust me. Very, 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 very happy for him. Yes, Jay does clap on podcast. If you're not used to it, get used to it because it'll, it'll happen a lot very, very soon with some topics we'll definitely be discussing. Do I think this is a wise decision for Junior? I do not. I was listening to a podcast. I believe it was Chris Spillman. And I recently came across this podcast. Forget exactly how what I searched on Apple to find this one. And he had a segment about some things going on at ESPN. Some other things going on in sports, NBA Finals-wise. And then he also talked about Dwayne Washington Jr. deciding to go and keep his name in the NBA draft. He talked to someone in circles, uh, in the know, in, in the NBA. It was him or somebody. I, now, I, I may butcher this. I, I believe it was him, Chris Billman, that said this. But somebody, and then with college basketball, talked to people inside the draft. Before the combine, there was a 12% chance that Jr. would get drafted in the NBA. Right now, it's a 50-50 proposition, 50-50 chance that he is going to go. If you're a college basketball player, what, what do you do well? Now, he's a volume scorer. He's a, if he gets hot, he gets hot. But what is Junior known for? Quickly, quickly sometimes putting buckets in the uh, points in the bucket. That's it. Is he a defensive stopper? No. Was he even good at defense? Not really. Is he a liability on defense? There were times that him on the defensive end, was a problem and not a good problem to have for Ohio State. No, not for the opponent. Opponents sometimes liked it, but it was not the best thing for Ohio State when Junior was on defense. Is he a prolific three-point shooter? No. I believe this past year he shot for the three-point line 37.4%, never shot 40% from three from downtown at three in, in college at the college level, which is closer to, close, closer to the basket than the NBA level. Field goal percentage, highest 41.0. Not really the ideal thing that NBA teams are looking for. So you have some good size. You're, you're a good communicator that uh, Brandon Simberg, who covered the draft for BustingBrackets.com, discussed with us recently. I don't think this is wise. I don't. I, I don't at all. I think him, like Liddell, they're coming back to school. I think Liddell was coming back. I think Liddell going and doing this route was – Okay, wise, you learn more about what you could do, but I think this was always the end game for him. I thought for Junior, it was the end game as well. Now, when you're a scorer, you can turn it on very, very quickly. You will get people talking. You're the hot man. But I still, trust me, there's, what, about a month between now and the draft or a few weeks before the now, now and the draft? I think what we saw at the combine, that was good. That was Junior, but I think that's going to fizzle out and kind of slow down. 
I guys, I, I'm having a hard time believing this is the right move for Junior. This is my opinion. Now I could be dead wrong. I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. I just personally don't believe this is the right move for Junior and his future. Guys, this has been enjoyable. It's a Friday. Feel good today. Enjoy the day. You can follow me on Twitter at jsteven07. Go to the Twitter. Go ahead and enjoy the best college football player since 2000 poll. It is on my Twitter page. We'll start the Sweet 16 round of voting next week. I do believe Justin Fields is on to the Sweet 16, and I want to say that Justin Fields is as well. A few of the matchups that are in this for next week, since we're already discussing it, for this. Sean Taylor versus Ed Reed. Darren McFadden versus Lamar Jackson. Matt Leinert versus Vince Young. Adrian Peterson versus Deshaun Watson. All these matchups in the first round were randomly put together. Pat White beat Saquon Barkley in the first round. Mark Ingram, Mark Ingram versus Baker Mayfield. That went on into a second round because that was a tie in the first round of voting. Justin Fields versus Cam Newton. That is a matchup in the Sweet 16. Guys, trust me, this is going to be fun. A lot of fun. Really enjoyable. And I hope you enjoy and play a part and have some fun debating who the best college football player since the year 2000 is. But before we do any of that, before next week, before the day is over, before you even get done listening to this, I want to encourage you to go ahead, search on your podcast listening app for Locked On Today. The Locked On Today podcast is a place to get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you guys get your fine podcast. The NCAA tournament is almost here. And listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.